Welcome to Northern Ag Network On Demand. If you like this program, we'd sure appreciate your comments on the show. Feel free to suggest to us if you've got news or stories you think your neighbors in Northern Ag Network country would benefit from hearing. We'd also like to take a second to thank BNSF Railway for sponsoring our program. BNSF Railway has been partnering with farmers for over 170 years. We thank them for the partnership. Enjoy the report. Good afternoon, Coulter Brown here from the Northern Ag Network with our noon market report. This afternoon, USDA will release the semi-annual cattle inventory report. Always one that we watch closely as it has a lot to say about the long-term trajectory of the cattle business. The report will surely reflect tightening supplies across the industry, but the question is how much? Expectations are for a 3 to 4% reduction in beef cow numbers nationally, which would be more than a million head drop and potentially the lowest beef cow herd on record. In Montana, beef cow numbers have been falling since 2018, dropping 13% the past four years, according to USDA, from 1.5 million cows to just under 1.3 million a year ago. USDA said in 2021, the Montana cow herd shrunk by 6%, but other data suggests that it could have been at least double that, so we'll be watching for adjustments to last year's numbers as well. Other figures to keep an eye on will be replacement heifers, feeders outside of feedlots, and the 2022 calf crop. Well, budget concerns are forcing North Dakota State to scale down from seven academic colleges to five. NDSU Vice President of Agricultural Affairs Greg Lardy says the merger plan has little impact on the College of Agriculture, Food Systems, and Natural Resources. Over the last six years, enrollment in the Agriculture College has declined from 1,600 students to about 1,000. Three departments within the Ag College are being affected by the budget cuts, plant sciences, agribusiness, and applied economics. Lardy said the difficult cuts are necessary to get teaching resources in line with enrollment. When was the last time your loan officer helped you at harvest? Move cows? Brand? It has probably been quite some time or never. How can your loan officer understand your business by sitting behind a computer? At Montana Livestock, we take pride in the fact that we don't mind getting our hands dirty alongside our customers. To truly understand, one must experience it. At Montana Livestock, our credit officers have done just that. We all grew up on ag operations and have experienced what you face every day. Give myself, Chance Merrill, a call at 800-332-3405. Montana's congressional delegation sent a letter urging the Biden administration to hold its appeals hearing concerning the American Prairie grazing proposal in Malta rather than Billings to allow Montanans most affected by the proposal to easily attend the hearing. The letter to BLM Director Tracy Stone Manning says American Prairie's proposal would open nearly 70,000 acres of public land in Phillips County to grazing by non-production livestock, eliminate interior fencing, and modify the season of use. The lawmaker said it's important that local land use changes and conflicts are discussed in the affected communities. Well, some big news for Tillman Equipment as the company has purchased a location in Great Falls to grow and support customers in the area. At the location on the Vaughn Frontage Road, Tillman Equipment will serve as a dealer for Fent, Massey, Gleaner, Rogator, and Terrigator. They hope to have the location open for business by mid-year. And Montana Department of Agriculture Director Christy Clark was confirmed last week by the Senate Agriculture Committee to continue to serve as director and will soon go before the full Senate. Montana Farm Bureau's Nicole Rolfe said they were proud to stand up with other ag groups and support Christy to continue to lead the department. 
she's been serving in that agency for several years now. Before that, she was a lawmaker and fifth-generation rancher and just really has all of the experience that we know will make a fantastic, well-rounded, great leader in that very important department. And she had a lot of great support from the agriculture community and the committee as well. You're listening to the Northern Ag Network. In 1988, National FFA changed their name from Future Farmers of America to the National FFA Organization to represent the growing diversity and opportunities in FFA. National FFA membership just surpassed 800,000 members with over 6,000 from Montana. Hi, this is Brighton Lane from Huntley Project, currently serving as your Montana FFA State President. Whoever you are, whatever you want to be, there's a place for you in FFA. Check out your local chapter or visit FFA.org for more information. The live cattle futures started the week with big gains on Monday. The April contract adding more than $2, moving up to a contract high. But today, the live cattle did slide mostly lower. February gaining just a nickel to 158.80. April, though, down 40 cents at 162.95. Feeders, though, pushing upwards again today. The March contract up $1.77 at 185.70. April, a buck 47 better at 189.75. The cash-fed cattle market improved as last week wore on, settling the week steady to a dollar lower, live trade averaging 155 and dressed near 248. Good demand on bread cows at St. Ange Livestock. Bread heifers selling from 1600 to 1935. The young bread cows 1700 to 1960 and solid mouth cows from 15 to 1800. The cow market seems to have turned a corner. In Torrington, slaughter cows sold four to six higher, mostly 70 to 79. Bulls up 7 to 10 from 99 to 109. Young cows and heifers from 95 to 99. And turn into the feeder market at Glendive Livestock Exchange. We saw upper four weight steers sell from 231 to 234. Five to five and a half weights from 217 to 223. Heavier five weights 204 to 207. And six weight steers from 196 to 209. With winter settling in across the region, is your herd healthy enough to make it through the challenging months ahead? With over 50 Nutrilix dealers around the region, there's probably one right down the road. Your Nutrilix dealer can explain how Nutrilix increases utilization of roughage, improves cow condition, and increases energy, all with lower wintering costs. Be prepared this winter with the green troughs from Nutrilix by contacting your reliable dealer or calling 888-512-4200. Nutrilix, it's at home on your range. The winter wheat futures just keep churning higher, getting support this week from renewed winter kill concerns in the south. No help on the export front whatsoever as Russia and Ukraine continue to lowball world wheat offers, even cheaper than U.S. corn right now. However, U.S. hard red winter wheat has traded higher for six straight sessions now, adding up to more than 60 cents, nearly a one-month high. March KC winter wheat up seven and a quarter today at 881. May at 873 up six and a half. In Chicago, March soft wheat ten and three quarters better at 763. The May up a dime at 772. Spring wheat was just a hair softer yesterday, but gained four and a quarter today on the March contract at 925. May up three and a half at 918. March corn down a penny and a quarter at 682, and soybeans for March up four cents at 1538. And wrapping up with the cash grain prices from Portland, 12 Pro Hard Red Winter Wheat a nickel better from 1004 to 1014, 14 Pro Spring Wheat four higher at 1005, and Soft White Wheat a little better this week from 845 to 850. From the Northern Ag Network, I'm Coulter Brown.